Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me here, as ever, in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy, he's a magical pie, he's got a great jump on tonight, it's Luke Bly, Master Bly Walker, how are you mate? Oi, oi, Savaloy. Yes, I'm rocking. I'm rocking the old school granddad jumper. It I, looks today? cool. I like you know, it. It's got. It's got to be done. It's got to be done, mate. Man, do I have a hankering to watch the Force Awakens? Oh, that's mate, that's, that's how I'm starting the show, mate. Episode done, and that kind of relates to our main topic where you know we're going to be talking about like new returns and things like that i don't know what it is it's the time of year it's that nostalgia for december 2015 which you know i think really is unparalleled to to a load of stuff oh i saw avatar by the way i saw avatar 2 was it avatar or ava nah (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was all right i thought it was all right man there's nothing I mean, to be honest, I knew yeah. that because you posted on our Discord. However, just for those listening, yeah, I'm going to pretend yeah. I didn't. Really? I yeah. thought you wouldn't like it, mate. Yeah. I did think you wouldn't like it. I really? haven't seen it yet. I was due to see it Friday, but I had to end up doing show first service. So I haven't seen it. So I'm going to go and see it hopefully tomorrow. I mean, I'm not rushing out mm. to see it as no. is probably obvious here. But look, it's a James Cameron film. I'm excited. But you, you, you thought it's pretty good then? Yeah, I thought it was decent. I thought it was decent. Nice. What it's trying to do, what it's trying to be. You know, if, you, if you've watched the first one, then that sets your expectations, I think. I thought the story was a lot more contained than I thought it would be. Okay. You know, it's, 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 I thought this could easily be like a massive story. It's not. It's actually pretty straightforward. And, I, pretty and I, you know what? I appreciated that. I really no, good. appreciate it. Well, let's flip roles um, then, mate. Let's flip roles. Yeah, Usually, it's on. me being critical and 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 scoring things with a tomato or a splat. But I'm going to I'm going to ask you. My biggest fear for this film now, I haven't seen it, is that it was going to be, okay. you know, technically incredible to look at, visually stunning, mm-hmm. but a bit lacking in story. And I've seen I have seen lots of people saying it's amazing, it's brilliant to look at, and they're not mentioning the story. Is it a decent story? You know, is it, is, it, is it a solid story you can get your teeth stuck into or is it style over story? Right. Yeah, it's a hard one. Um, it's hard to say, you know. Um, I There's a lot of old tropes. There's a lot of old tropes in there, the just like tropes. the original Avatar. And that's why I just said, you know, if, you, if you've if you watched the original Avatar and you're familiar with that, then that sets the standard, that sets the precedent of what to expect. Yeah. And I think this this second film is, is really similar to that. It's a very, it's a story you've heard before. It's just, this is a retelling. Sometimes that's a good thing. But I think in the case of something like Avatar, it's really obvious. Whereas something like Star Wars, it's... It feels, it usually feels very fresh and new, you know, but essentially a lot of stories are very, very, very similar. Aren't yes. They? No, and, of course, yeah. 
Yeah, and again, that that plays in with our main topic, I'm <laughs> sure, because we'll, we'll see how similar we are on our main topic, mate. Oh, I can't my. wait for that. I can't wait for that. Um, but we've been naughty boys, haven't we, mate? We were talking as last always. week about, as always, we were talking last week about the uh, Bad Batch Season 2 trailer. <laughs> well, we can officially now say we have seen uh, quite a few episodes of Bad Batch season two thanks to disney plus uh uk and lucasfilm uk so thanks for sending that through um yeah i'm i'm excited for people to see the second season i'll say that yeah yes we can't say anything else otherwise um uh, kathy kennedy's going to send her her crosshairs her sniper heads around to to uh knock us off but um yeah thank you to the gang over there for sending the first 14 out of 16 episodes we've been blasting through them uh check out our social media we dropped a post this week with our kind of top level social media reaction but suffice to say i think fans are going to really dig what's happening in the bad batch season two but um before we move on How's your weekend been, mate? You done anything Star Warsy? Well, Avatar, obviously, goes without saying. Uh, which is, and the reason I say that is because it's kind of taken that play, that Star Wars place, and I was complaining about that to my friends. I was like, you know, this is usually the Star Wars spot. <laughs> you know, it's been seven years since the Force Awakens released. It's been <laughs> it's been five years since the Last Jedi released, and it's been Basically. three years since the Rise of Skywalker released. Basically, yeah. Basically, and Rogue One, yeah. Basically, that's that's about right. And I've also been playing a bit more Fallen Order, you I know, saw, getting ready yes. for Jedi Survivor. So it's been all right, mate. Sky what about? Oh, oh, and obviously, Bad Batch, thanks to Disney. Um, what about that's- you, man? You you got much Star Warsy stuff going down? Do you know what? I was gonna I was gonna play Battlefront two, but I didn't. Ooh. So uh, there goes that. But I might play it this week because I mean, again, you got to hanker in for. Um, a few things. I've got a hankering just to get on uh, Battlefront to uh, get get online, play some online shoot ups. I don't know how. Well, I don't know what the player numbers are like anymore. There's still plenty on there. Um, well, oh no, it's very funny. You should say that because <laughs> online on Twitter and I think mostly on TikTok there is a movement going on. Yeah, there is a movement for there to be like a Star Wars Battlefront two day. And apparently loads of people are going to play it on the 23rd of December, 2022. So if you're not doing anything this Friday, if you're just chilling out before like the bank holiday or whatever, whatever you're doing, maybe you're working, maybe you're not working, play some Battlefront 2. Because because a lot of people are going to be playing it. I had no idea that this was a movement people were trying to get going. Got it in my calendar, mate. Got it in my calendar. There we go. He's he's got it in his calendar, filth bag. But I wanted to play some (laughs) Battlefront. I I went ice skating. That was fun. I did a bit of ice skating. So I kind of like Hoff, I guess, or Starkiller Base and Illum. I guess we can kind of tie that in. But uh, other than that, mate, not bad. I had a Taco Bell today. Enjoyed that. Um, Can't really. We we love a Taco Bell and uh, a Caco Bell afterwards. But... Uh, yeah, enjoyed it, mate. I enjoyed it, but do you know what? I was sitting there eating that, and I thought, oh, I, I can't wait to get rid of this Taco Bell because I want to talk some Star Wars, and I want to talk some Star Wars with Luke Bly. But the only problem is I can hear something in the background. It's a chimes. I don't know if you guys can hear it. I know you can hear it, Luke Bly. It's the chimes of Big Ben Kenobi. What does it all mean? <laughs> it's a galactic news round. <laughs> Massive Entertainment and Ubisoft are looking for playtesters for their upcoming Star Wars video game title, but you'll need to live in Malmo, Sweden to be eligible. 
In a recent interview with The Insider, Ryan Johnson said he would be sad if he never made another Star Wars movie, but added, it wouldn't be the end of the world for anyone, I think. And during a recent Twitter exchange, Mark Hamill revealed he has changed his mind a little about The Last Jedi, but still has regrets. This is Guy Henry, known for playing Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. New beginnings. Yes, that is what we are here to talk about tonight on Star Wars Sessions. Every week in our Bantina section, we have some Patreon questions, some of the uh, best parts of the show, some of the best things we've ever done on Star Wars Sessions have come from the Patreon questions. But sometimes you get one which is so filthy that we end up expanding it into a main discussion. And that's exactly what we've done for tonight's episode. We received a voice message from the King of Wales, Luke Summerfield. And we were going to play it a couple of weeks ago, weren't we, mate? But we decided Mm. to save it because there's plenty of fuel in that one to start a fire tonight, isn't there? Yeah, mate. Like, there there are some questions we get that we can fit into the Bantina. There are some questions that are so big on scope that that we have no choice but to just expand on it. And whether that's a main show or messaging them directly, you know, and saying, look, let's expand on our thoughts here uh, yep. but this one it's actually kind of an idea that's been floating around in our heads anyway um but before i spoil it why don't we let lukey boy summerfield explain to us what we're going to be talking about hey you beautiful bunch of sick heads uh it's been a while since i've done a patreon question because as you know being a king of wales i am currently the ambassador for sport with pod racing on Malister. But anyway, because I've missed a few questions, we're going to go big. Star Wars Episode 10. I want you to come up with a title and who you're going to cast and what the story is going to be about and a cheeky bonus question of when you will release it. Keep your spicy lads loving you all on the sessions and remember Palpatine loves a good Star Wars cinema event Star Wars in the cinema there mm. is nothing like it mate it, the, at the old pictures <laughs> at the old pictures, <laughs> the old pictures there's, there's nothing like it mate there's nothing like it uh, Star Wars episode 10 Star Wars episode 10 um, Matty boy before we jump into our own our own ideas, mm-hmm. um, which by the way we've both written down, and yes, we, have. we have no idea we have, we have no idea what each other have written. We don't have any idea on the concepts or anything. But before before we go into that, do you think we're going to get a Star Wars episode ten? Do, do you think that's feasible? Do you know what the more. The more we get Disney Plus streaming series and the more we hear about things like Lindelof and potential other creators for the films, the more I think, no, I don't, I I think, I think we might get a continuation of the story, but they were so, and look, we know Disney, Lucasfilm, they're going to chase that pretty green until the end of time, but they were so uh, dead set on saying the Skywalker saga is done. This is it for the Skywalker saga. 
uh, Ray is a Skywalker. So I do think if we were going to have another story set after that, mm. it would play off of the events. I don't think they call it episode 10. Look, I'd like to be wrong about this because I love the idea of this episode going on for days, but um, I don't know. I mean, if you're asking me right now, if you told me to shake your hand, look who in the eye and give you an answer, I'm going to say no, <laughs> certainly not for a long time. If they're going to do it, it's going to be a while away yet. I'd love to think someone like Lindelof will give us episode 10 or start that off, but... I do you know what mm. I don't know I think their f- focus is on other things now my friend what they are I don't even think they know <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't think in the minute we're going to get episode 10 but are you more confident then on an episode 10 again I'm I'm not 100% sure um, but to say that if this world goes on and <laughs> it's blown to pieces then <laughs> I part of me feels like it's it's inevitable that there's mm-hmm. going to be a continuation of that main Star Wars storyline in in the form of an episode 10. Maybe you could say, well, it's not episode 10, but it's the next saga, the next era, something like yep. that. Um, and you could even say, well, hey, that's it's not the Skywalker saga, but it's derived from the Skywalker saga. But it's still episode 10, because what happens in the Skywalker saga directly affects the future, which of course it would in, in the Star Wars galaxy. So in my head, that kind of makes sense. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do think it's plausible. I do think, do think it's plausible. It, I do. Yeah. I think I they've do. kind of like, inadvertently pigeonholed themselves or backed themselves into a corner with way back in the eighties with the episode sub subheadings, episode five, episode six, because now Films coming out afterwards have now been called a Star Wars story. Uh, what are we, are the mm-hmm. next? Uh, the next load is it? You know, it was just going to be called Rogue Squadron. That, that's what we knew of. It didn't have a subtitle, but it feel it seems odd now that we're going to have like nine episodes, a couple of Star Wars stories, and then some without the subtitle subheadings. You know, it's a bit for my OCD. It's a bit messy the naming conventions, but it would feel a bit odd. You know, given that they're called episodes, if we have something which relates to Ray Skywalker, Finn or a Poe or, or someone else that wouldn't be episode 10. Cause like we've both said, it, it, if it's set near enough to Tross, it's going to have to play off. Well, 99% mm. sure it's going to have to play off of the events of the rise of Skywalkers, which would then in, kind of be your episode 9.5 or episode 10. I'm interested how they do it, but with the naming convention they've gone with, you know, we've had episodes, we've had star Wars stories. I wonder if they're just going to ditch that all together. Because my mind is in that. Because what do they do next? Chapters? Or do they keep the episodes going? Or do they keep a Star Wars story? Because Rogue Squadron was was just Rogue Squadron. So, well, uh, that's that's my only thought about it is I don't think they're mm. going to be too, um, they're not going to care too much about that. But you know, having called the first, essentially first nine films other than Rogue One and Solo an episode, I do wonder if they'll abandon that or if they'll go back to it in some way. I, uh, For me... And I found this while I was writing my idea for episode 10. <laughs> stuff like names, stuff like names and that, they're not that important. Do you know what I mean? Like that always comes after. You don't think of a name and then write a story. You write a story, then think of a name. And you I should, think most people would, yes. Yeah, most well, yeah, most people would. Uh, we're looking at you, JJ Abrams. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm joking. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Listen, I, I I think that this has given me a newfound appreciation 
for like this little this little thing we've done. This given giving me a new some appreciation for like how much work goes into writing a narrative, a story, yeah. characters, so so much, so much. Uh, but it was fun. It was super super fun. It was uh, very I, very fun. I don't envy the job Lucasfilm has at the moment, but I do think they've got, they're in a pretty decent position. They're in a better position than say DC at the moment. I even think maybe from a certain point of view at the minute, uh, from a certain point of view, they're in a better position than Marvel. Um, And we're talking about a massive, massive, massive IP here. Mm -hmm. And I think they, 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 they've hopefully learned from their mistakes and then they need to get the films right. And I'd rather them get the, get it right. But ultimately, we are here to talk about tonight, episode 10, our episode our. 10. Yeah. Um, like you say, we don't know what each other's going to say. No. Do you think, no. mate, because I think we will, do you think there's going to be little elements of yeah. uh, story points that we've both um, that we've both used? Because like you say, I don't envy people writing these things. Because when, when I was coming up with my synopsis, I was thinking, well, that sounds a bit derivative or... I'm, we've heard this story mm. before, so I've had to go and tweak it a little bit. And it did make me think, you know, how far out of the confines of a Star Wars story can we go uh, yeah. before, you know, we get people saying it's not Star Wars enough and you guys know my thoughts on that. I'm not, I don't care about that story first. But at the same time, I didn't want it to be too different, but I didn't want it to be too derivative, mate. So uh, right. you reckon we're going to have similar elements? I think we are going to have similar elements because we both love Star Wars and, and ultimate, yes. and we generally see eye to eye on a lot of stuff in Star Wars. Usually. So naturally, I, I, I think we're going to maybe have one or two f- similar beats. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really so fascinated. Matty, Matty boy, I said yes. it earlier, but are you, are you happy to kick us off with yours? And we're going to go, we're going to do your story. Like first go through the questions Lukey boys asked. And we, we can chat about it, and then we'll move over to 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 mine. Um, yes, how, and then how, at the how, end we'll fight about who's is better, and you can all fight as well and yeah. tell us who's is better as well, like Star Wars. Yeah, that'd be, I'm up that'd for that, be mate. Cool. I'm up for that. So, um, our episode ten. Let's kick it off, my friend. Um, thank you, Luke Summerfield, for your Patreon question and for being a patron. We hope we do it justice. So, my episode ten. If I'm writing this, I said to Luke, the title's a bit naff. <laughs> the title's a bit bum, but it is what it is. The title yeah. for my episode 10 is episode 10, The New Order. Now, I've gone for even Luke's face. Luke has literally just been like, what? His face just sneered at me because I'm looking at it like, if we, or, I know, order. Um, new, order. I thought order. New Order, the band and all that, but um, because like, yeah. it's, it's that Star Wars thing. It's that IP problem of you've been away so long let's give let's have some kind of familiarity so the title it's fairly generic the force awakens you know the, uh, stuff like that the phantom menace a new one it just it just feels like let's let's let's, let's ease you in a oh, little bit. So i think phantom menace is like the most ballsy <laughs> name attack of the clones the might be because it's really oh. weird <laughs> maybe we love a prequel don't we so i'd call we it do. a new or the new order star wars okay. the new order um okay. we've had we've had the first order the final order now we've got the new one um so the synopsis mate um actually no i'm, I'm going to change it when is it set because i think that plays into it so this film i've gone yeah. for it is set 100 years after the rise of skywalker Okay, a century after the rise of Skywalker. Now there are real world elements to add to this, but the synopsis is: 
no, actually, I probably could have rewritten it, but use your mind. I've said it's been decades, by decades, I mean a century, since Palpatine was finally defeated, balance restored to the Force, and the Jedi Order returned. Uh, since then, a new generation of Jedi have risen under the previous tutelage of Jedi Master Ray Skywalker, Finn, and now by a new order of Jedi. Uh, so we're going to have masters across the galaxy. We're not going to have them necessarily located in one area. We're not going to have... You know, like Luke Skywalker's Jedi Academy on one planet. It's gonna we're, we're gonna have them dotted around, and we're gonna keep oh my keep, people, keep people together. Here we go, keep people together. I don't I don't want to bring kids from one side of the galaxy to the other. You stay where you are, mate. Um, however, when a new threat arises, Luke, pockets of the academies are going to be wiped out. Students are going to be taken in. They're going to be turned to this new this new dark side. Um, okay, so the new Jedi they've taken aspects of the old so they have some of the original jedi teachings but they've it's now and it's a new order they've blended it with these new approaches these new ideologies i.e not having a central temple there are there are more lacks on certain rules okay but the enemy have done the same thing okay so whether it's the sith i don't know the sith may have returned or it could be a new naughty order there's no such thing as a rule of two who cares about that rubbish Okay. You know, this time there are plenty of bad people. So it's like, it would be like Vader, Palpatine and the Inquisitors. You're all on the same level. Of course, there's going to be a big bad in this as well. Uh, so we're going to have small sabotages, little victories and all these little mysteries are going to eventually combine into something much bigger. Politically, the, the new, new, new Republic, I haven't got a name for them yet. They're not eager. They don't, they don't want any of this. They don't want to get, uh, get involved in another potential galactic level war. So they have said, you know, we aren't, we as an entire Republic are neutral in this. You know, you guys mm. have wiped us out many times before, not again. So, of course, now in the background, we've got these machinations happening in the walls of power and politics. We've got the Jedi being tested. We've got a new threat. There are, we have, we have got military. There is going to be military levels, but they're not high. We, okay. we we're not going to have any ace pilots. We're not going to have a Han Solo, a Hera, a Poe Dameron. This is a galaxy that is unprepared potentially complacent and it's not ready for this new threat and it ain't the use hang vong either you know you know lob that one off immediately <laughs> but we've got a new yeah. a new order well so like, it's, it may not be the sith but it is something who is derived from them are coming out because i don't want it to be oh look so he's, he, he, the name's teen son or something the name means a few things right you've got a new order of jedi new order of bad guys and a new, new order, order of, of galaxy. politics as well yep. Yes. Yeah, okay. That so it's sense. you know it's a play. It's, it, there's a play there. So it's it isn't just it isn't the Force Awakens, and I mean that in the best way because I love that film. It isn't. We've got a new necessarily a new jed- generation of Jedi being born of the same ilk, and then we've got another big bad and his apprentice. We have a new Jedi Order. This isn't the same one we've known before. This is a, this is a hundred years down the line from Tross. So, and I, I'd like to believe that je- that, that Ray would have implemented new ideas i don't think she would have stuck as rigidly to the dogmatic view of old the one that got them wiped out i don't think she would have done um maybe luke skywalker did too much maybe that was his part of his downfall um and obviously with finn finn would have been there plus we would have had these different teachers throughout the the century as well so it's a it's a new order the bad guys they're not just a one big bad and a little one there is an army of them you know they are they have been in the shadows all this time as leia once said they have been taking the students from the temples. I like the Inquisitors. They've been turning them. They've been growing their own army. So they're not harvesting kids and turning them into stormtroopers. It isn't that kind of battle. This isn't a galactic empire. It is just a wave of a new order of villain. 
Um, so I'd like to see, think it's a bit more of a challenge. I'd like to think it's a bit different from just having a new empire coming in and um, trying to take over. So it's more actually focusing on the Jedi and the baddies with everything else playing into the background, playing into it rather than the Republic versus the Empire, Jedi versus Sith, Stormtroopers versus Rebels. It's a little bit more focused on these two factions now. So that's what I'd go for as a story. Do you have any characters? I do. Now, listen, I've got actors. (laughs) I haven't got names for them. So uh, feel free, guys, to shout them out. So I've put in italics at the top that, for flashback reasons, uh, obviously Daisy Ridley, Boyega and Oscar Isaac would be there for flashbacks. It'd be nice to see what they were getting up to. Now, the reason why it's set 100 years in the future is is because of those three. Basically, you okay. can't, you, if you'd ha- unless you're going to set it very soon after Tross, I mean, look at them. They're all great looking people. They don't look like they've aged 40 years in three years since Tross. So like, you can't believably say this is set 20 years in the future when they look exactly the same. Yeah. So it would be set in the future more so to um, allow for that. Plus also getting them back is another, getting them back is another story. So there are real world implications for that. Now I have got a cast list that I would like to see. Now people out there might be thinking firstly, why them? Who are some of these people? But these are people I'd love to see, mate. So I'm going to, I'll blast through them quickly. I've just put a lot as the lead Jedi, as our, as our Ray Skywalker, as our Luke Skywalker, whatever. I want Jeff Bridges in there. I want Jeff Bridges from True Grit, Hella High Water, Big Lebowski, Crazy Heart. That guy is one of the greatest actors I've ever seen. I want him in there. I want him as the wise old sage. Now, does he die? Maybe, but we'll find out. Um, as for good, the, that is a good role. I've way. got a few Jedi, like, so I'm going to blast through yeah. them. I've got a guy called yeah. Lucas Hedges. He was in Manchester by the Sea, Boy Erased. Excellent young actor. I've got a young actress called Madison Who, who was in Voyages recently and she's in The Boogeyman next year. Those two are my leads. And Lucas Hedges is a little bit older than Madison Who. So because obviously we're focusing on also bringing up some new new young cast members so they can take the, the franchise into episode 20, 21 and 22. Um, Sadie Sink, you know Sadie Sink from Shadow Things. I'd love to see her in there as a Jedi. Uh, she's also in Aronofsky's The Whale recently, which is going to... Mm. Um, make a lot of people cry. Uh, Elsie Fisher from Eighth Grade, she's a Jedi, and Winston Duke, our big boy and Baku from the Black Panther films, um, Us Nine Days. I'd like to see him in there as well as a Jedi. Now, politically, I've gone for Viola Davis as the Chancellor because she is one of the greatest actresses working in in the last five decades. Viola Davis, Fences, Widows, Woman King. Ethan Hawke is my Senator because I love Ethan Hawke and I like watching anything he's in. Uh, I've also gone for a guy called Gerard, sorry, Jared Carmichael as a senator. He's in a film I love this year called On the Count of Three. He also wrote the Carmichael show. He's a comedian first. I'd like to see a little bit of comedy in there. That feels natural and well written. Uh, and the final senator is an actress called Tang Wei. Uh, I love this woman. She was in Book of Love, Late Autumn, Lust Caution, and in The Incredible Decision to Leave this year. Fantastic actress. But for the baddies, I've only gone for two for now because... Okay. I've said as an army, I'm not going to cast 50 people. <laughs> For the leader, I want Bill Skarsgård in there. Stellan Stun, I want him in there. Um, obviously, people know him from It as Pennywise. He was an allegiant villain and a bonkers barbarian from this year. And to play into that, I, I'd have Jamie Clayton as his kind of villain. She was the, the priest in Hellraiser this year. I think those two together would be dynamite in terms of villain. They both look the part. They both sound the part. And I would believe them as a film fan and film goer. I would believe that these two are just bad to the bone. 
Um, and then, of course, you could chuck anyone else you want in there. Uh, in terms, chuck that, anyone, that's, mate. That, that, that's, their, that's their bad guy name, um, <laughs> Bone Bad or something like that. I don't, I don't know. Vil- so, um. how did I, I want to know how the bad guys came back? Like, what happened? Somehow they returned. <laughs> is how I'd write it in the script. Um, it, 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 it starts, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. No, it's a very good question. Unfortunately, it starts like a lot of things would do in in real world in it and in stories that people hear stories. People have people hear stories of this bomb. mythical, you know, whether it's Plagueis, Palpatine, Vader, uh, Kylo Ren, Snoke, whoever it is. And we know, sadly, that just, you know, human life or alien life in the galaxy, not everyone's a good person. Not everyone is a good guy. You can be corrupted easily by the, the, the thought of, it could be the, the antithesis of Luke Skywalker, who grew up on a sand planet. He wanted to get out there. He wanted to change the galaxy. We could have somebody who wants to get off of their backwater planet because they want to change the galaxy and mold it into their vision uh, based on their knowledge and their readings or rumours and whispering from the Sith. We know that the dark side is out there. The light side is out there. There's got to be a dark side. The Force awoke in Rey. You know, the light side calls to her. Maybe we could have a story where the dark side calls to someone. Some, uh, and in this case, it's Bill Skarsgård or someone. But um, mm-hmm. I see. I'd, I'd like to see them twist up the twist up the narrative a little bit. Or, or have one of the have one of the good guys go bad. I mean, I'm you know, I've said on this show on other shows that I'm not. Uh, I love I love dark films, thrillers, horror films, but I don't. You know, I don't need th- things. Don't need to be dark and gritty. And I'm not somebody shouting for an R-rated Star Wars. I don't want that. But I would like them to. I'd like to see them be a bit more psychological in their storytelling. So le- whereas a lot of people thought maybe Ray was going to turn to the dark side in Episode Nine, and Ben yep. was going to turn to the light, and all that. We kind of thought we don't think you know we didn't think Disney were going to do that with their protagonist. I'd like to see him do that. Basically, take one of the take one of my leads, Lucas Hedges, Madison, who have them be corrupted, have the bad guy actually you know f- succeed in corrupting this one of these new heroes, and they are now the bad guys. We've got um, we've got Lucas Hedges on one side, Madison, who on the other, the epitome of light, dark, two of the best warriors out there, two of the best force wielders, but they're now on opposite sides of the story. Yeah, it's a bit like. Yeah violent romeo and juliet i guess but um like, i'd love to see Ray, something Ray like that kylo Ex- exactly kylo. but just better um because <laughs> oh, i've written it whoa, no because i because i've written it but i think yeah. i'd love to see him dive more into that like the force skype stuff was excellent I, I you know i challenge anybody to say otherwise i think that's such a cool use of the force but i wanted to go i want them to go deeper i wanted to actually be challenges i want them to be more than join me you know, I want there to be a test of like, test of faith, essentially, in this film, and and have these two best mates who've grown up together be forced apart by this ideology. One's on good, one's on bad, and it's genuinely a you know, it's kind of like you know, platonic lovers, best friends on opposite sides of the opposite sides of the fight. Now, and you know that in the in episode twelve, those two are going to be the last ones left fighting, and you know, haven't like, come up with the end yet, but. That's how I, to me that that is intriguing to me. It's a little bit different. It's not just we have one good guy and one bad guy, and that is it. It's well, we had two good guys and a, a new threat. One of the good guys, one of the has turned now to the bad, and there's that conflict of interest. And I like it. I'm in for it. And when I like would, it. And also, <laughs> when would it release, mate? 18th of December, 2026. You know, it's give you four years now to get this off. Now, get it <laughs> off the road. I'm pretty sure that is legit what I was going to say. Twenty twenty. Oh, you're, you, you dirtbag. It's, 
It is because that is the Friday, isn't it? That is the Friday. Yes, I looked. I, looked, yeah, I did my research, yeah. man. It is the Friday. Um, yeah. Obviously, the world premiere would be on the twelfth, probably, or the eleventh, a week before. You know, you and I yep. would be there. Would be um, taking Oops. all the floor. It's a writing this. You'd get a producer credit, of course. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's what I'd be. I mean, of course, any any story is open to criticism, obviously, or it's open to derision because it's it's derivative or it's fanboyish or. It, it, it would, wouldn't fly in the Star Wars world, but I would genuinely, I mean, the fit, the book Lost Stars, the fans out there will kind of know what I'm getting. I love the story of two people who are, who are, who are lovers or best mates or, you know, kindred spirits who are forced apart and are forced to mm. not f- fight. I think I don't want to use the word fight, but who are forced to, who are on the wrong side, basically, or, or they think they're on the right side. I like that more than just, you've got a good guy and a bad guy and it, and then they fight and that's it. I like the idea of that kind of spiraling train of thought mm. where who knows what's right anymore, what's wrong. Why did that person leave? Or the other person's like, why don't you come and join? I, like, I think it's, I think it's more interesting. I think if you cut out the Republic and the empire stuff as well, a bit more, you have more time for character. You have more time for story. Uh, you have more time for development. That stuff's there, but yeah. I'd have it on, I'd have it on the back burner. Otherwise it's just the new resistance versus the new first order. And, I don't, really, I don't want to see that, man. That's why I'm interested to see what they do for for their yeah, story. New, new resistance versus the new, new, new first order. Yeah, new, no, I, the new know, order. Are there any elements yeah. of that story, mate? Which you think? Do you know what? I don't mind that. Do you know? I, I, I wouldn't mind to see some of that. Well, I, yes, there are actually, and a few of them few. are similar to my story. A oh. few of them are similar to, but I think you've gone more over overall sort of plot as opposed to like I've. I've written the, this is the Lukey Boy Summerfield, Matt Hudson, listeners. This is, I think, other than some recaps, but I'm not going to count those <laughs> for a main show. This is the most notes I've ever produced. For yes, my the son. Podcast. There is a lot, and I'm going to have to read through them. I have an order. I have names. Order. Um, I have planets and everything, and I hope you're proud of me. I want to just say though, like, I not. Have. It's not, it's not fleshed out, right? A lot of it isn't fleshed out. It's very much focused around our, our main character and these other few characters. Okay. So everything else I've, I've kept quite vague on purpose, right? Because like what I said earlier, to be frank, it's not the most important bit of the story. It's subsequent. Okay. Yes. So, and, and straight. Straight up, I have not got actors assigned yes, to these roles. Okay, I told that to Matty Boy earlier. I have not got because I'm not the bit. I'm not the biggest guy who knows all these actors and stuff. I've got one guy who I have yeah. in mind for the lead, and yes. that's it. Other than yes. that, I would want I would want the cast to be mostly unknowns. That would be the dream, wouldn't it? That would be the dream. Yeah. So they come with no I'm baggage. Good. Everything is a surprise. So yeah, that that would yeah. be the dream. If I could, if I was given all the money in the world and they said, yeah, cast no you know cast up and comers that would be the dream but in terms of planets mate my final for me i i i would i would invent new planets maybe we'd go back to uh whatever the seat of power is in if they're in the political realm and maybe it would be like a coruscant or, or somewhere but i don't want to rest on anything else i know it's episode 10 so it's a continuation but the the themes and thematically it it ties in with you know we'd have ray finn and poe kind of mentioned in the first one he'd flashback and then it becomes its own thing i'd want new planets i'd want them to look funky i'd like i'd want them to look like yeah. we're in a galaxy far far away 
less sand and more kind of green sky or red skies and kind of like let's give us something a bit more felucia kind of stuff give us something a little bit different but um yeah, yeah. I, I for me my the idea is familiar yeah, but i would want to see if it's me i would make something for, which for me felt different there are beats there there are elements that are in all style but i would want i don't want to see a a rehash i want to see something for me that is a little bit different that feels different and we're not going to the same places again so you know no ace pilots nothing like that it's character driven which i know isn't for everyone but looks look at andor but that's my story mate okay i now want to hear what your episode 10 is because again we don't know i have no idea what we're going to come up with all i know is that so he hasn't got actors but he's got one person and i'm ready please my friend the floor is yours right so you'll have to bear with me you'll have to bear with me okay um star wars episode 10 the contiguous age (laughs) he's got it with a big (laughs) word <laughs> yeah yes uh, I, I like it explain for people extra. who don't know what that means what does it mean it's it's a little bit extra it's basically like it's inspired a little bit from middle earth like it's like the next era the next age yes. right yeah um yes. that's effectively what it means and we know that because this is set uh at eleven seventy seven aby so this is over a thousand <laughs> years later you okay boy yeah eleven seventy eight. 1177 now that 11 11 oh, okay yeah i get it 1177 yeah, yep thank you, <laughs> you it's, naughty boy. honestly it's like i thought the 11 went well with the 77 and the 77 <laughs> is obviously a nod to the, the, the original. original i thought who cares like you know, <laughs> 1977 and it, and it, aby <laughs> and again this is like not that important but but a, for those who don't know because there might be a couple of people who don't know aby is after battle of yavin right yeah. so things like return of the jedi that is four aby yeah. right revenge of the sith is like 10 bby or something like that 19 bby no, 19 bby before yeah. battle of yavin right yes so this is a thousand thousand years in the future this wow. is a completely new age and that's why i say it's it's another it's age. this is the fresh gives republic a, gives us a new uh, like a lot of breathing room okay but let's bear in mind that sounds like a lot to us but historically that's not the longest of times right there are empires that have lost the best part of a thousand years and so on and so forth so anyway our story begins with an open sequence of montage on the edge of the Republic. A, a planetary army um, is invading another. That's it. That's all you need to know. Um, droids think droids versus Republic soldiers and civilians are being hurt, um, like hurt and killed. Um, so it opens up like a bit, a bit rough, like straight into the action. Um, in the heart of the battle, a, a group of Jedi come and rescue, uh, the town. And there's a young baby boy whose parents Ooh. have been killed. We see the parents killed. Um, the kids rescued. And this is very much mirroring how Mando was kind of saved yeah. in, in Mandalorian, right? Young Dinjarin is saved. Um, so it becomes apparent that the baby boy is force sensitive, but he's without any biological parents. So, uh, he's going to be raised by a Jedi master. And this Jedi master is called Karindra Doli. Oh, hello. Yeah, mate. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Matty Boy's face. Matt's Hello, like, you go, son. Bear Slap with me, me with guys. Bear good. with me. Bear with me. <clears throat> right. 
like your story, the Jedi God, um, like the edges of the galaxy, everywhere in the galaxy, right? So yes. they meditate, they train there, and they rest at these like temples, these outposts that are dotted everywhere, not just the middle, yeah. but on the edge, the outer rim of the Republic. There is a Republic, by the way, it's just called the Republic, and yep. it functions for the most part. However, there isn't an active military. There's no clone army. They don't feel there's a need to. This, of course, leaves the galaxy vulnerable to things like what we just saw, an invasion, just a planet, one planet, like one country invading another. Okay. We've seen that in modern, in, in, in our times. So just think of something like that. And it would be a bit of social commentary on that invasion. Um, Let's have a look. Right. Okay. They, so the Jedi this time, they're more loving inwardly and outwardly. Okay. And, uh, throughout the last thousand years, the Jedi have protected the weak, only using their weapons when they really have needed to. Yep. Um, but again, because of this, maybe some planets, some civilizations have been taken advantage of, right? By whoever, by nasty people, evil people, yeah. because those people are still guys, yeah. around. Um, the story focuses on a, ya- a young Jedi Padawan um, at an outpost temple on, on Yowarim, okay? Yeah. Um, and this young Jedi Padawan is the baby that we were just talking about, okay? Being raised by Karindra. Occasionally, this young dra- Jedi travels to like the closest settlement on his planet to watch the latest goings on in the galaxy, literally like news, sports, pod racing, right? Just on like TV. Do you know what I mean? He knows there's something else yeah. going out in the galaxy. Yeah. He's confined to this temple in, in, in maybe a journey that he didn't choose. He's kind of just been pushed into accidentally. This boy's name is Isaiah Dystra. Isaiah is our lead character. He is named after my nephew. That's it. Oh, lad. <laughs> And I thought I thought it was a pretty cool name, like Isaiah. It's like an Old Testament name. Luke cool. is obviously a New Testament Very name. Much. I was like, there's a little bit Matthew. of yeah. There's a little yeah. There we go. There's a little bit of uh, poet poetry there. Isaiah. So Isaiah's master is the lady that we mentioned earlier, Karindra. Now, Karindra is an older, wise woman. She's like a mystic Jedi, um, rarely using a lightsaber because uh, she relies on the Force. She yeah. raises Isaiah, not just through the, the Force Jedi, but like a like a mother. Although she's not the most warm parent, she's extremely tough on Isaiah, uh, despite her love for him. Um, now, in many ways, Karindra is a skeptic. She is a skeptic in a lot of her life. She is tough. She's a tough cookie. And she yeah. is quite critical of the current Jedi Order. She believes there needs to be firm rules and that the Jedi could save a lot more people throughout the galaxy if they were more like of a, a, a more militarily uh, aggressive in specific circumstances. Okay. Um, Isaiah has a pet droid called BA5. Yes. If you spell that out. That is like the Baz, which is a shout out to my hometown of Basildon. He loves it. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Uh, he's kind of like the comic relief, cute part of the film, because this film could be seen as quite dark. Um, <clears throat> to distract him, Matty Boy, to distract Isaiah from the mundaneness of outpost life, Isaiah reads an old diary of an unnamed 
young Jedi warrior from a different age that was handed down to him by his master who develops a complicated relationship with his master. So it kind of speaks to him, right? Um, this is basically, this is like Isaiah's prime pastime yeah yeah um but the, the, the this this journal it's like in, it's incomplete um but he reads it over and over and over again so there are tales in it there are accounts in it that are so vivid to him that he has like visions and yep. he can see Ooh. himself acting out those specific like things that happen in the journal, yeah, journal. Like he has a dream or something and he sees himself in that situation you know think like the last jedi something like that like as a really funky vision so yeah i thought that was pretty cool um so read that journal that's really 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 important to him um isaiah now is assigned to go and help with this dispute that's happening on a remote planet named chrysa um it's a mundane but very star warsy planet filled with markets mm -hmm. aliens and bants uh and after the dispute is settled um and he just settles it i don't know who cares um a Drink storm comes yeah a, a storm comes and isaiah's like light cruiser ship thing is destroyed oh no he's marooned on the planet he's got to stay okay um during yep. the storm isaiah's like right my ship's been like destroyed let me go let me go and get some shelter he rescues an older injured man from the storm um and this older man he's got a walking stick and they they grow you know like a friendship during yeah. the storm which lasts a few days by the way on this planet um the old man's name is joe jonavan now jonavan is curious about isaiah's um kind of jedi heritage his relationship with the force. He asks all kinds of weird questions, some simple, some really complicated. And Isaiah tells him about like the, the journal that he's reading, you know, he feels comfortable to be like, well, this is what yep. I'm reading. I, you know, I really relate to this. Um, now, Jonathan, he's really wise and, you know, he's, he's a bit like a parallel to Karindra. Okay. Yep. He's, he's yes. like the opposite to Karindra, who is, who is Isaiah's master, Jedi master. Okay. Um, now, Jonathan, once the storm passes, he's like, look, as I come meet my family, uh, Jonathan's, Jonathan's family is more like an adopted family too, like Isaiah's. Okay. Cause Isaiah don't have any blood family. He's, his family yeah. is his master and the Jedi around him. Okay. Are we, are we keeping up? Are you keeping We're up? Keeping Boy, up I, I'm, 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 I'm in. I'm, I'm, you're in. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening, mate. I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. taking my eyes off Luke Blood the whole time. <laughs> right. Well, I've just had a water. I've just refreshed my mouth so i can keep telling you this stupid story but, okay jo jonathan's family it's it's an adopted one similar to isaiah's situation they're a group of ragtag people some are a bit dodgy some are warm but you kind of as i can't figure them out there's only seven of them okay right. um at this house and place jonathan passes isaiah a scroll okay he says he wants a, I, I want you to have this i think you'll love this and I was, I was like, right, okay, this is a bit random. But he says, he, he says, I encourage, like, he encourages him to read it, but read it another time. Or something happens where he just puts it in his bag, forgets about it, moves on. Okay, no worries. Isaiah then gets a call from Karindra. She's angrily asking, like, where he is, that he needs to come home. Isaiah yeah. replies, oh, no, I'm safe and I'm helping these new friends. I'm all good. I'm um, back on the outpost where the film began karindra is talking um to a visiting jedi right from coruscant yeah um 
Big Kevin, we'll call him. At this point, I've run out of cool Star Warsy <laughs> names. Plus, Big I don't Kevin. really, I don't really want it to get too complicated. Do you know what I mean? Like, so we're gonna, we're just gonna call him Big Kevin. She expresses okay. her anger towards the Jedi Order's loose attitude toward Ooh. the recent invasions that begin at the that happened at the beginning of the film. Um, bloody, 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 yep. And its own <laughs> principles, right? So even fundamental principles of the Jedi, she's having a moan about. Big Kevin. Is like, right, okay, yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, and he asks where Isaiah is, and Corindra says he's away. She asked to help, she asked Big Kevin to help um, her go to Chrysa, which is yep. the planet Isaiah's on. Stick with me, guys. Uh, and so they go to the planet to fetch him and discipline him. Um, meanwhile, on Coruscant, there's news spreading of this like droid attack. Uh, that's occurring on a handful of planets on the outer rim. Okay. So okay. The news is starting to spread that unrest is happening. Okay. Isaiah is with Joe, Jonathan, the, the older man, and he's learning just like practical things, you know, while also learning some like unconventional wisdom. Think them fishing. Oh, and I'm not saying they would be fishing, but think of them like fishing on a lake. Yeah, I know you mean, yeah. They're just spitting wisdom to each other. Okay. So, the droid attack eventually comes to this planet that they're on. And Isaiah is obviously still with Jonathan. Um, Karindra and Big Kevin arrive on the planet alongside other Jedi and Republic soldiers that have arrived to help with the invasion. Um, they've been protecting people. Isaiah with his lightsaber and Jonathan with his pistol. But you remember he's an old guy with a walk. Do you know what I mean? So he's not, he's using it in his left hand. He's not really a lefty. He's kind of, you know, just about helping, maybe even being a bit of a burden sometimes. Bit like me, mate, boy. Bit Never. Like me. You know what? You know what that's about, mate. You know what that's about. Um, <laughs> take that back. So, so it's clear that Jonathan is tired and that he's just aging. You know, he's, he's just an older guy. Isaiah falls to a, a bullet wound on his leg from one of the droids. And then there's this boss. And I've just read a boss attacks Isaiah. Suddenly, Jonathan pulls out a lightsaber from his uh. walking stick. He ignites it, and it is a glowing red blade. Come he on, jumps son. in the way and slices the boss's legs off, defending Isaiah. Isaiah's speechless, he's scared, he's confused, and he's losing a lot of blood. Uh, Karindra and Big Kevin find Isaiah with Jonathan, who is ill now and passed out. Um, so a weak Jonathan is using his walking stick, trying to just like help Isaiah. Karindra's kind of like not seeing that. She's just confused and angry. She sees yeah. this like boss Who's with a chopped leg or whatever, and he's thinking, what, what the hell's going on? This is a lightsaber blade that's cut yeah. this was this isaiah was this someone else like it doesn't quite add up um yeah big kevin notices that jonathan has an unusual tattoo on yeah. his wrist karindra livid with isaiah is trying to wake him up asking him why has he been away for so long she says how can he be so disobedient self-centered undisciplined yeah, big kevin's really? like all right like, like calm down the kid's like about to die do you know what i mean like calm calm yourself um she tries to take him away but jonathan protests and argues karindra out of all the anger there's a there's an there's basically an argument going on karindra out of hate kills 
Jonathan, no. the old guy with the lightsaber. She just she's had enough. She just Locks kills him, off. stabs him, done. Right? Um, shocked. Big Kevin just can't deal with it. Big Kevin ain't so big. He just he just runs away. It's like I'm I'm not like Ross Kemp. I'm I'm leaving these guys. Okay, I'm, I need to get out of it. I need to be safe. And so he he just gets out of there. Isaiah Isaiah, who's um with who was there with Jonathan, is waking up and he sees Karindra stabbing jonathan with the lightsaber and he's thinking <laughs> hang on What's like this guy was lovely this guy is so he just gets up runs away he takes jonathan's walking stick with him which of course has the lot red lightsaber on it yeah um yeah and and also oh by the way yeah the droid is with him the whole time so he's run away with his bag with the scroll in it the droid runs away and the film ends with kind of the republic announcing that they're building their own droid army to combat this uh, new droid army in the outer rim again those details and stuff they need filling out and that i'm not that bothered about them but they'll be they'll be juicy b plot is that what they call it my boy b plot yes yes subplots yeah okay right Karindra, with a tear down her eye, is in space, escaping. She knows what she's done is wrong, but she's confused. And, or maybe she's a little bit liberated. We'd need a good actress to fill this role. Yeah. Um, Isaiah starts reading the scroll that Jonathan gave him. Um, Big Kevin is reporting back to the Jedi on Coruscant, where we see a very, very old Grogu. A Jedi yeah, master, boy. Grogu. Um, and he's consoling a lot. What's going on, man? Like, bloody, 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 blah. Um, it turns out, though, right at the end of the film, that the scroll Isaiah's been reading is the same scroll, the, the one that was given to him by Jonathan, it's the same scroll as his journal that he also reads. It's the same tale. And he's like, how's right. he got this? And why has this guy <laughs> with a red lightsaber got this? Like, it doesn't make any sense. At the end, because this scroll, the one that was given to him, it has the ending. Because if you yeah. remember the journal that was given to him at the beginning, it, it cuts off and he just reads the same old bits over and over and over again, right? Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's a meaty book. It's just missing the ending bit. Mm-hmm. It turns out that this scroll is the tale of a young Jedi with a complicated relationship with his master. That tale is the tale of Ben Solo, yeah. the young Ben Solo. Um, at the end of the film... Yeah. At the end of the film, it's a closing scene. You see three force ghosts are watching, watching this young Isaiah kind of trying to figure out what the heck is going on. He's got this red lightsaber. He's got his own lightsaber. He's got this scroll. He's got his backpack, got his droid. But there are these three ghosts just watching him. He doesn't know it. Those are the backs of Anakin, Luke, and Ben just watching imagine, him, right? Imagine. And it's the backs of them. You don't see them. It's just their backs, right? And they're watching him. And that is Star Wars Episode Ten. That is the start of a new era, a new age that would then lead on to a new, a new battle, a new fight. Mate, so, mate, I got, I got one thing for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my man, <laughs> my voice went so yeah. high. Then, yeah, how long have you been writing that for? I've been writing that on and off for like a few weeks. Like yeah, just on a, like when I have moments of inspiration, see, that's the advantage of having ADHD people. You, you yeah. can just like bust out stuff when it comes to you. Like, <laughs> yeah. And Matty boy knows when I work, I just work in these crazy, like 
moments increments um <laughs> yeah no i i think i got like the bulk of this story out of my head at like two o'clock in the morning when i was oh, like laying in bed and i couldn't sleep <laughs> and Luke, i was well, like you're sleeping i'm my thinking phone, of thanks. isaiah <laughs> yeah literally i was like what's some corner but there we go that's the gist of the the story and then it, it i have some ideas for the next episodes like 11 and 12 but i can't be bummed can you just repeat it again once more with feeling please yeah, sure. So, um, <laughs> no, mate, the opening sequence great. montage. On- <laughs> he loves the montage. So, so, so that is so, so part one. So, okay, um, we've got a we've got the subversion. We've got the old guy who is uh, has a has a red blade. Now, is he the bad guy, or is does he has he just come into contact with this thing? But yeah. we've got the he takes a lad under his wing, and then we've got the the Jedi Master. She she is the one who who has that moment of massive weakness and rage and hatred and she kills the dark side. Usually it's the other way around. Like the, the bad guy will kill correct Obi-Wan or Han Solo or something. So there's a subversion in there. Yes, correct. And so uh, this, uh, for those, those, some, some people might have figured this out already, but it's very much inspired by, it's like a mix of a few tales from, um, uh, Star Wars visions. It's like yes. it's like a, a, a mix of a few stories: the Ninth Jedi, mm. um, the Ronin, you know, the first, no, the last jewel, uh, the last jewel, yes, yeah. uh, or the jewel. I think it's that's called. it. Something the jewel, like sorry, yeah, yeah, the jewel. What's yeah. the last yeah, jewel for right. someone? I was calling it just the Ronin, but yeah, no, it, yeah, that's true. But it's inspired by like a few different stories from that I think are so fresh, give us a new perspective. Yeah. For yeah. me, it felt like very Star Warsy. It's this idea of this kid who doesn't have family, who's finding family, mm-hmm. um, and that family's taken away from him, you know, or is it, you know? And so it's these themes of good versus bad. You know, how if we're complacent, you know, bad things can happen and, you know, so on and so forth. Right? You know, I thought, and we've got to a, me, it felt Star Wars y. Maybe it did, it's rubbish. But, but we've got a young, a young un where we've had Luke and Ray before, but they, they, they were, they were called to action, but they had a mentor, you know, throughout the film, usually the first film, and then that would permeate the next two. Whereas here, the lad's mentor turns out, well, had, had a, had a moment of being a wrong un. And he's out there yes. on his own now, which we don't see in in Star Wars. Yeah, we, we know Han dies, but then Rey inherits Luke and then Leia. We know Obi-Wan dies, but he's, you know, no one's ever really gone. He's there as a ghost and he gets Yoda as well. Obviously, you don't know where yes. the story's going to go for you, but it starts off, though. It doesn't end with the hero going on a journey with the knowledge that, you know, someone's got his back. No, he's yeah. on his own. That's what I took from well, it's, it. Well, it's very much like, so... In my head, like the next episodes would handle kind of the teachings of the Skywalkers and the Jedi, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, there, there are books on, like Luke had his old books, um, but yes. maybe his interpretation of them was wrong, you mm-hmm. know? From a certain point and, of view. And and people, I always think, like kind of misinterpret those that book line, you know? They think, oh, well, like, you know, you don't need to look at old books, you know, what's that? Well, no, that's not what Yoda was saying. Yoda was saying, Luke, you know, I don't, I, I don't think you're getting the right interpretation yeah. from these books. I think it's mm-hmm. time that you move on from those. But Ray has them. Ray has yeah. them, and Ray can still learn a lot from them, yeah. you know, like with yeah. any. Well, like with lot, lots of mythology or books or religious texts, you know, there's usually a lot to learn from them. 
Um, what, what really differs is people's interpretation. And so in the next episodes, it was maybe handle, you know, also that text from a uh, lot about Ben Solo, people's yep. interpretation from it, people's interpretation from the prequel Jedi, the original, like Luke Skywalker. And my Corin, maybe Corindra feels like, yeah, she's right. But ultimately, yeah. Corindra ends up being like kind of like this big bad of the trilogy and maybe like the leader of this like attacking droid army that's going mm-hmm. to these outer rim planets and just attacking and killing people. And then, you know, there's got to be a redemption arc in there somewhere because be it's Star Wars. Because it's, it's Star Wars. family love. Yep. You know, yeah, mate. that would be episode 13. So, Do you know what I picked out as well? My story, mm. or 12, not sorry, really meant. Not really a military presence. Oh. Your story, you said as well. It's not really a military presence from the Republic side. It's not. Whereas, obviously, mm-hmm. you've got these attacking um, bad guys. They, they've they've built up this army, but um, there is a, there is a small military presence, but it's not wide scale like we've known. So it's interesting that we've both gone for that to kind of be a bit of the background for our story. That we're not going in, you know, as a prepared galaxy necessarily you know maybe yes. you know they, they they they've got contingencies maybe but it's not they don't have you know uh five hundred thousand soldiers with with millions on the way it's this is what we got and if <laughs> these guys are going to attack us we've got to use our loaf to get out of this so so we've both gone for kind of temples and outposts um all over the galaxy we don't have a central point of power in terms yeah. of the, the jedi we've both gone for a a non-militaristic government you know, there's there's a skeleton crew, excuse the pun there, but it's not oh. a huge army. Um, I think that's kind of it. I think that's kind of where the comparisons end, really, which is quite exciting that we haven't just both said, oh, yeah, we've got a kid grow up in an ocean planet and then they go on to blow up a super weapon and then they're just great at everything or whatever. No, no su- there's no super weapons. Yeah, same story. here. None for me. <laughs> same, no. none for so, me. And and I think you could even like you can even do commentary in the film on that and say like that's technology of like forgotten age. You know, yeah, it's and a I think that's why. Plan. That's why, for, yeah, for for me, it's like that's it's like we for a long time forgot how to build the pyramids. We're, we're even not a hundred percent sure how the pyramids were built. Like today, I don't know how they're built. Yeah, we yeah we know some specifics. You know, we know like mm-hmm. there was slave labour in you used, yes, of obviously. But, yep, of course. Yep. But generally, Perfect. we're like, what, what about the techniques and that? And I, and you know, you could answer it with with just a line, just a line, just um, lost art forms. I mean, even even in my story, it's 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 that flaw of putting all of your eggs into one basket. Like the Sith, they have mm. the rule of two. Mm-hmm. The 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 master trains the apprentice knowing that the apprentice will overthrow them and then the circle the the, the the pattern completes but so and with the death star you put all your eggs into that basket you know billions of people get blasted to pieces on that including in jedi your leadership is gone you know you, you, you've cut the head off and the body of the snake there whereas you spread that power you know that spread you spread that evil essentially across the galaxy into certain little subsections then it's harder to stop this rather than it's interesting yeah. that we, neither of us have gone for these super weapons or anything like that. So I think we've both kind of eschewed some tropes there. Of course, there's always going to be some Star Warsy that's in there, but you didn't mention an emperor. I didn't mention an emperor or anything like that. I mentioned like a, a chancellor, but nobody's mentioned any emperors. 
Not anything yet. like that. So we've kind of yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm joking. Yeah. In, ep- I'm joking, in episode yeah. ten, at least, you know, somehow whoever returned. But um, it's interesting <laughs> that we've both kind of gone away from that very tried and tested, and instead have gone for something a bit fresher, a bit new, different stories. Mm. Um, I'm going to call my lead Jedi. I'm going to call him Jai. I'm going to call the other oh. one Hala. I like that. And then <laughs> just, I'm going to call the. What are you, what are you reading? Uh, and then I'm, I don't know. I'm reading my thought. And I'm going to call the bad guy Darnie. Right, Darnie. <laughs> so you've got Jai and Hala. And then Darnie. Hala Cab. <laughs> um, I like it. Yeah, I Darnie. Like it. That's it. Darnie, like Jai, and Hala. I, 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 um, yeah, I have an Instagram friend called Jai. Nice name. I like that I like name. The name it's Joy. a corner, cool isn't it? Yeah, it's a corner. Cool Hala. I like that name. It's not quite Haley. It's not quite Halo. It's Hala. And Darnie. I, but once again, once again, like I do not envy. I do not envy yeah, Lucasfilm. Dude. I do not envy these people who are writing this stuff and making this reality. However, however, I will say this. This has made me realize that although it's not an easy job, it is entirely plausible and indeed possible to write it's a Star Wars doable. episode 10. Yeah. And do you know what the and, problem is? People yeah, out there on. would hear your story. If your story was made, there would be people out there who would hate it. If mine was yeah. made, there would be people out there who hate it. Who'd, and that's just the subjectivity of art. Not objectivity, doesn't, doesn't exist. Subjectivity of art is that, you know, they, the, your story might, won't be for everybody, but we like them. So that's a start. And I'd, you know, I'd love to see what Lucasfilm take for their episode 10 their next film what their approach is going to be mate we'd love to hear everybody else's episode 10 lukey boy that mm. was fantastic cheers bro likewise that was that was like that that gave us some proper homework to do and it was fun it was fun to do a bit of homework and a bit of a bit of extra credit but just i'll, I'll leave you with this because i only cast one person in my film one actor in my film okay then what one person that's all Here i could go. find and that's all i had time for um <laughs> but it's it's a it's a young lad young ish lad called alfred enoch which is I a know cool alfred name enoch. anyway it's a cool name anyway. Yes. And yeah, I think he's like, um, he's a UK actor. I think yes, he was he in Harry Potter, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yes, he yeah. was. Yeah. You guys Google him. You guys, you guys. Go- Again, he, he, he reminds me of just, I, I was trying to get someone who'd remind me a little bit of a grown up version of my nephew. So <laughs> but that's I was cool like, though. yeah, that kind of works, I guess. But yeah. So that's it mate that's it but this has been fun and and luke Loved boy it. summerfield thank thanks for the great idea thank and you, great, mate. great question mate hi this is Arida cordova author of crash of fate and the high republic convergence and you're listening to star wars sessions probably britain's greatest star wars podcast Oh, mate, imagine if we just come out of episode 10, written by Luke Bly, written by oh. Matt Hudson. The first thing we'd be doing is going to the pub. We'd be getting a drink and we, and we would be <laughs> toasting the night away, mate. Thankfully, we have pulled up the Essex Falcon outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. But the only question that remains, my friend, is, shall we? Yes, do it. Can I offer you a libation? To celebrate the closing of our shared narrative. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? Anthony, give me the spiciest drink you got. Pour me another Parkell and Sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink? 
He's got arms bigger than his story. Yes, here we are again, oh, back here in possible. the van. Tina, for those who are new to the show or old, each week we sit down here with the greatest listeners in the galaxy. Spoiler, that's all of you guys. We have a couple of Kef beers and we get your thoughts on our main discussion. So this week we asked for your wants and your hopes for an episode 10. Yes, and we got some spicy, spicy responses uh, from people across the socials. To kick us off is our boy, Alex Jessup. Um, He says, I've been having a think, and all I'd want is no Skywalkers, Rays, or Finns. Controversial. It'd be set about 200 years after the rise of Skywalker, with maybe a new Jedi Council. Um, Matty boy, that's pretty much what you said, right? Like pretty much, yeah, just a hundred years down the line, yeah. Okay, so um not as good to, as mine. To kind of counter that, we've got another point from Big Boy Bell, Matthew Bell. He yes. says, whatever it is story-wise, I think it needs to be more than just an idea for episode 10. It needs to be more of an objective vision for a trilogy. It would be Love great it. to have Ray, Finn, and Poe back, but it would be essential to make sure that whatever it was didn't diminish the previous installments in the saga, i.e. not just more space Nazis. Maybe some new terrible threat emerging from the unknown regions that threatens new- the new New Republic. No, no, Republic. Like a better conceived version of the Yuzan Vong. There we got, we, we, we got it. We got the mention of the yeah. Yuzan Vong. Um, Matty Boy, the Yuzan, for, again, some people might not know this. The Yuzan Vong. Explain just quickly, summarize what that is for us. Uh, very quickly, the Yuzan Vong were from Legends. They were a species um, of alien who were immune to the effects of the force uh, and they were invading uh, invading force from another galaxy who tried to come to the known galaxy take it over but Han, Luke, Leia and the gang forced them away and Chewie got crushed by a moon during this um, but yeah they were just force uh, aliens who were immune to the force and posed a very big galaxy uh, galaxy wide threat and yeah, I'm not a fan <laughs> No, I'm not at all. Of I'm them, not at, at all. Legend, so that's no longer canon. That is no longer canon. Thankfully, it's crazy and it sounds very Star Trek. It doesn't sound Star Warsy <laughs> at all. You know, you're wrong, yeah. Um Paladin for Pizza, our boy, who says uh, the British Rose builds her own school and sends Finn out on missions to find force users to bring her to, to bring them to school. There we go. <laughs> Do you I mean, remember when you, whenever you were a kid and you bunked off school or like you were you were ill at home and you were just pretending to be ill? Like never. You, you, you'd you'd think, oh man, like I wonder if the school inspector's going to knock on my door and check yeah, if yeah. like I'm ill or not. Like you always yeah. had that. That's like yeah, yeah. I don't want to go to the window in case someone sees me. <laughs> Yeah, that's like Finn, basically. I like it. Uh, and uh, lastly from Instagram, that nerd Tony92 says, uh, I say the next movie could start by seeing a Jedi, Finn, training a new Padawan alongside Rey with a newly established Jedi Order and having to be called upon by the rebuilt Republic to deal with a new threat that leads into, wait for it, the introduction of the Yuzan Vong and Come leading on. to the Yuzan Vong War. <laughs> listen, listen, Matty Boy, what do we say? What do we say, mate? It's all about execution, yeah? It's, it's so... Yeah. They could do it. They could... Didn't no, they recently, like, change... 
They do. They love the Vong. We all love Fair a Vong, don't we? A nice Vong. <laughs> We're all a fan. Love a Vong. Love um, a Yuzan. Like, some, some people might say that they're like Lucasfilm Star Wars are toying more with the idea of the unknown regions, right? They've yes. renamed like an area of it and stuff recently, right? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. I won't, even if I, I won't say it just in case it would be okay. a spoiler, but um, there is it, it's, it's called something like I don't know what it's called, but it's um, <laughs> there's me, I won't name it in case anyone listened, but it's called this. Yeah, no, there is an area outside of world space in the unknown regions which they've mentioned in conjunction with a project. If you want to see it, you know, check out bestbinbulletin.com. It'll tell you what it is. Yes, absolutely, mate. Uh, mate boy, what, what what else are people saying on, like, the interwebs? What are they saying on Twitter, mate? Uh, we've got a couple uh, on Twitter. Gordon Brown, our boy, said, I genuinely think they missed a trick with Broom Boy. He's heard the legends of Kenobi and Luke's Jedi, period, and he's witnessed Rey harness her force powers. I'd have an inspired Broom Boy go back to his home planet and take down the imp slash First Order slash baddies so yeah broom boy a lot of people thought he was going to become something more uh he, he wow. still can do he still can do in the story uh johnny orm said a force immune sentient species like yuzan vong but without the sadomasochism comes and wreaks havoc poe finn and ray lead the new jedi order and the galaxy's forces against the new foes Chewie doesn't die though uh, so there we go he's not going to get crushed by a moon <laughs> uh a couple more here oh, Craig no. Pyra. I know. Craig Pyra says, I'm thinking outside the box here. Perhaps a love story featuring Orimarco and Babu Frick smuggling Kowakian monkey lizards onto Endor in exchange for Ewok pelts. Grown-up Wicked recognises Pruneface, introduces him to his older sister. Pruneface falls in love. Babu gets jealous, shoots her, turns her into slippers. Wicked screams, so he becomes a scarf. Bang, the end. Uh, <laughs> I managed to get out of that giggling to myself. Um, no. We've got... Um, what have we got here? The Belgian Bond, Svadim Simmons. Somehow, Palpatine returns. Or finally, a proper new Jedi Order. Redemption for Finn's character. He's a knight. Ray's a master trying to bring back Ben. Poe's a general. Mm. This thing pretty much writes itself. New galaxy-wide enemy invasion. They need Puberty Grogu and Grandad Mando, who's the old Mandalore <laughs> leader. That still rules <laughs> over Mandalore. Um, he loves it, any Bond? Oh, and Mace Windu is the leader of the baddies because he hates Skywalkers and Ray. Silly old Ray carries the name Vawa Allah. So uh, we've got some fantastic, uh, fantastic comments there from so many of you. Uh, if we didn't read your comment out, we do apologise. But of course, we'll do everything we can to get you on an upcoming edition of the Bantina. So keep sending those in. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good best podcast best podcast best podcast that's right it's yeah. the spiciest part of that container um i just dropped my harry bows i thought you so was that's eating why something. that's why there was a, yeah i was eating so i was snacking on some haribos mate oh, i do um, like a haribo We've we've got a mental question to kick us off this week, Matty boy. I don't think you're ready for it. Uh, it's from our boy Adrian Chorley, all the yeah, way boy. from Manchester. He asks: There is much discussion around Andor, and rightly so. I'm writing not about how good it is; it's flipping great, but about what to what degree is it Star Wars? 
and the existential mm. questions about the franchise that I feel Andor poses. No. This isn't about bricks and screws. Oi, oi, we love what you're doing there, Adrian. <laughs> this is about the fact that it is, that it's very much an outlier in tone and intended audience, and as a result, has clearly struggled to capture and maintain the interest of younger audiences. Youngsters are, or certainly were, the core target of Star Wars. Some don't care about this because they see everything else as juvenile in comparison. Vice carried an article this week which stated Andor is Star Wars for adults, a stark departure from the past two decades plus of Star Wars for man children. Hyperbolic and frankly offensive boulder dash, in my humble opinion. Adrian coming out swinging is going to yep. punch your nan in the face, mate. It's Northern. Um, watch out, Jessup. You got competition, mate. So, my question is this, Adrian goes on to say. If Lucasfilm tasked you with creating a mission statement of sorts for the franchise, what would that be? Should Star Wars have high-level objectives, such as to always release content that's appealing to the original audience George Lucas went for? Or should Bobby Iger and Kathleen Kennedy mandate a shift to produce shows and films similar to Andor's tone, or even more adult-orientated? Or is there no need for one? Should there be total freedom in tone in the post-Andor world? What is Star Wars? What? Yeah. This guy. Man, he loves it. <laughs> this guy should write, man. I'm telling you. I'm yeah. telling you right now. You need to write for Vice Adrian, mate. Um, Matty yeah, boy, over straight. to you, pal. Over to you, man. What are we um, saying? So for that last great question, Adrian, as ever, it's, it's always so um, in-depth and detailed, your questions. Um, we genu- we asked for a statement on a manifesto. We love it, Adrian. Thank you, mate. Um, so my question is this. Should I have a mid-admission statement? No. Yes, it should. Um, in terms of your final part, you, know, you, you, you kind of penultimate part, should Bobby Iger and Kathy Kay mandate a shift to produce shows to be more like Andor? No. At the same time, I don't think they should mandate shows which should be just like The Mandalorian or as bonkers as The Book of Boba Fett was. I think that there needs to be a mission statement that it has to fit, it has to appeal to all demographics. And I generally think it does. And I know we've got listeners to this show who have told us that um, and or, you know, they couldn't really sit down and watch it with their kids because it wasn't engaging enough. But that doesn't mean that the show itself can't be enjoyed by all quadrants, all, all demographics, all age ranges. So whilst Andor was a little bit more adult orientated, I still think kids can watch it. But at the same time, are kids of a certain age going to really watch something like Empire Strikes Back at times and be like, oh man, get got to get through this. You know, there are, or even mm-hmm. The Last Jedi mm-hmm. parts and things like that. So I, I, so I think the mission statement is it has to be accessible. It has to, it, yeah. there are certain beats it cannot hit. There are certain things that cannot be done or that have to be edited out a la Marva's speech on Ferrix. But... I don't think that they should mandate that again no pun intended that this is the way that it has to be like the Force Awakens it has to be like the Mando similar to it doesn't have to be like Andal I think it has to stay within certain parameters be for everybody keep it PG-13 at most like it has been recently but have the freedom I want the creators mate to have the freedom to be able to create what they want. Tony Gilroy, for me, gave us the best Star Wars I've seen in a long time, certainly on the small screen, if not the big screen. I, don't, I would hate to think he, that Andor could have been butchered, changed up, 
had a couple of Jedi thrown in there just because there was a mandate that it's got to appeal. It's got to feel like, you know, swashbuckling action all the time. I don't want that. I want the best story. I want the best people writing the best stories. If it feels like the book of Boba Fett, wicked. If it feels mm-hmm. like Attack of the Clones, great. If it feels like Andor, great. Mm-hmm. Put the right people in the right places, give them the freedom, but as long as they're working under those parameters, mate, of uh, demographic and established Star Wars rules of, of language and violence, then no, I don't think there should be a dead set mandate. But what about you, mate? Would you rather see something a little bit more solid in terms of the rules? I think... Um it's interesting because I believe in principles over rules. Um, mm-hmm. yep. And I think that there are just some core principles that you've got to abide by. It. Um, I think Andor flirted actually with some of those principles, the idea of swearing in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yep. Really, and we've, we've labored the point, but like, that's a really the simple real world thing. as well. Really simple thing. Really simple thing. I don't think it belongs in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That's it. Full stop. Okay, next. I think if you got the right like what you said mate I, I pretty much agree word for word what you, you've just said get the right artists in yes get the right creatives in and the right leaders will enable and allow those artists to create real real magic get that in place I think everything follows I think your films are tentpole your films need to have the heart and soul and feel of all things Star Wars yeah. you can't have your main saga being Andor. You can't have that. Mm, yeah. What you can have is subsequent spin-offs, series, films, games that are thematically a little bit different. This is a galaxy. It's huge. It's huge. But there needs to be some tone, but you need to give that to the right creative. The right creative would already know yeah. that. They'd already know that and they'd already implement it. Adrian, it's a fantastic You're question. Right. But for me, the answer revolves all around talent and the right people. So, there we go. Cheers for question, mate. mate. It's quality. Great job. The only man that I would put in place, and this isn't a dig, the only man that I'd put in place is that time is taken in the writer's room to flesh out if it's a series or a group Mm. of films. They have Mm -hmm. to have, you know, established beats that they have to hit. We can't fly by the seat of our pants anymore, but that aside mate I think we're on the same wavelength there Adrian mate thank you so much for that let us know your answer to your own question everybody else as well would you like to see more of a mandate for Star Wars content going forward or do you agree with what we're saying in terms of right place right uh, creators uh, thank you Adrian mate moving on now to um, to the king of Cyprus George Constantino. he says hey guys I have a question for any future shows you are a captain of your own ship and crew you spend most of your time on it you're jumping from planet to planet doing jobs for credits. You need to choose two crew members and a ship. And they're going to comprise of, so you're going to have one droid companion, one alien co-pilot, and a ship that can bunk two plus more people. You've got to name your ship as well. And he goes on to say, not, not actual characters, just canon versions of a droid or an alien, and a known canon model ship that can also be a home. Thanks, guys, and may the force be with you. So what George is asking for is a canon droid, a canon mm. alien, and a canon mm-hmm. ship. Uh, and that's going to be your base of operation. So, mate, what are you picking? I love to see it, mate. I love to see it. Um, for me, mate, um, the droid is going to be a BB unit, and it's going to be named, you know, it's going to sound awfully familiar if you really paid attention to the main show. It's going to be BBA5. <laughs> that's just <Lad>. buzz. Um <laughs> And it's a BB unit. It's a Roly. It's a Roly. Who don't love a Roly? I love a Roly. Alien co-pilot. Think Ponda Baba. Yeah? 
just all leather. Oh, leather, leather daddy. suit. Yeah, 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 I like it. I mean, Bonda Pabba, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you had me at pondering leather. Bond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that ponder. Yeah. So, so that's going to be my boy. So he's, I'm gonna like, yeah. So, you know, in Andor, there was that moment where I was like, oh, I wish there was a few aliens. <laughs> <laughs> just yes. in the background making noises yeah that's the dream isn't it you just want weird aliens the yes. thing is i i think that's a core thing in star wars like that penultimate <laughs> and or episode where we had the weird aliens at the quarry you know oh mate, yes come on it's just so lovely <laughs> it's so so sweet it's so so sweet um a ship a ship always always a tricky one there's so many beautiful ships but i'm gonna commandeer one of those rebel alliance fighter things that's in um not fight things like trooper mover what's it called in rogue one rogue one ship you know the one i'm talking about didn't you y wing u wing is it is it the y wing probably a u wing in in rogue one u wing yeah that's one of them u wing that's a beautiful ship that is of course it's a u-wing i'll have a tricked out u-wing it is beautiful even if the you know when you look at it and you go do you know what that's a bit small but on the inside apparently there's loads of space you can fit a whole squadron of gangsters in there yeah you've got loads of bogs which i need you know (laughs) crones awareness week was the other week so but you know who cares um so that that's it yeah and can bunk two plus more yeah it'd be that ship Apparently, you can bunk loads of people in there, mate. So yep. there you go, Georgie boy. Georgie boy Constantino. Georgie Matty boy. boy, what are you saying, mate? Georgie boy. Mine is proper simple, mate. I am a proper simp. Uh, my droid companion is BD1. It's BD1. I love BD1. But it's going to be called L4D, lad. Um, oh. And I'm going to have... Um, Grease is going to be my alien co-pilot because he cooks. So he's going to be making all of the dinner. So I haven't got to do anything. Plus, we can talk. We, you know, we can shoot the breeze. He's, a, he's got four arms. He's a good guy. Um, and a ship. Guess what ship's going to be, mate? It's a Mantis. It's a Stinger Mantis. Why? Because it's a luxury yacht. That's what the whole thing. It's a yacht, man. It's not. It's not made for close combat. Grease himself says that it's not for men for fighting. It's a luxury yacht. We know it can sleep more than one people. It's got a kitchen. It's got a toilet. It's got a meditation area. It's got a cool cockpit where I can see the galaxy. It's got the um, the hollow table in the middle where the planets are. We can play a few games on there. You know, he's got a, they've got a guitar on there. I imagine Grease has got some um, space booze. I think it would be a laugh. So I would have BD1. Would be called. <laughs> yeah, some space booze. Um, oh, space booze. <laughs> absolutely space booze. Um, oh, he says <laughs> I know you did. You feel bag. I saw your face. It's like, uh! <laughs> um, so yeah, BD1 or L4D, lad. Um, Grease is going to be my co-pilot because he can fly and he can cook. Saves me a job. And the ship's demand this because mm. well, it's his ship, isn't it? So very simple, mate. As soon as I saw this, I was like, you know, I know it's going to sound very obvious to a lot of people, but that's my ship, and it's going to be called the English Rose. So that is, or you know, it can't be called English, can it? Um, Jakku Rose. Yeah, we'll have that. There we'll we are. That. All right, Thank mate. you for that, Georgie Boy, mate, though. Great question again. Another great question, eh? Um, <laughs> right, to, to, to finish off the uh, spices part of the Patreon question section, it's Scott Fisher with this cheeky voice message. You guys are going to want to hear this. Hi, Matt and Luke. Keeping in theme with the World Cup going on, my Patreon question to you is, you have both got to pick a seven-a-side football team from the Patreons 
and what positions you'd put them in. However, you both cannot pick the same person as these two teams of yours with you as the captains will be going head to head. So who would you pick? Keep it spicy, boys. Sky boy! Yeah, well, the World Cup has ended, mate, but to celebrate the end and yes. the start, well, the end of Messi's career, really. That's it. Go for it. that. He's, oh, Matty Boy's, not, uh, Matty Boy's <laughs> such a hater. No, I do such like Messi. Hater, I, 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 the sicker fancy just winds me up and. Why? Uh, you know, because, uh, man, if, did you listen to the commentary? Yeah. He'd do like a three yard pass and they were saying, we've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> they were like, this guy's a genius. And I'm like, but the guy from Iran did that the other day. Nobody said a word. He's yeah, just I know. Sick of fancy. And I'm like, just wind it, wind your neck in. And Bappy's the new man on the block. People, people love it, mate. People However, love it. Well done. Right. Well done, guys. Right. Okay. Seven aside football team, Matty Boy. Oh, mate. Kick us off. What, what patrons are you choosing, mate? I would be lynched if I didn't say this one. I'm going to. I'm going to pick my brother as the first one. I've seen him play. He's not really very effective, but I suppose he's not as good as me, but he'll do. I'm going to stick my brother up top in the seven aside to start with. Nice. Am I there? Oh, so we're taking turns. I think so. I think it's probably easier to do. Otherwise, I'm just going to steal seven and then you're going to have to. So I think we take it in turns. It's like picking a school. No, fair. I'm going to do... Um, he's, he's classic. He's going to be effective at attacking. It's uh, the youngling murderer himself, Jake Swinburne. Oh, Jake Swinburne. Good shout. Um, I'm going to go for... Speaking of somebody who takes no prisoners, uh, I'm going to go for my goal... No, no, actually, no. For my um, for my centre-back, I'm going to go for Bonner. I'm going Emily Bonner for my centre-back. Oh, OK. All right. For me, it's an easy one, mate. I'm going to go Chris Fox. The foxy man himself, mate. <laughs> Fox in the box. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Um, yeah. Where's he playing? Um, what did you just say? Let's keep it in order. You just sent... So I've got, I've got defense, Sean up... Right? Oh, I've gone all over the place. I've got Sean up top, Bonner at centre-back, or at the back. Right. Well, Swinburne, Swinburne will be up front then, at the back, Chris Fox. So I'm emulating you. So you go, you do your next position, I'll copy um, your position. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to say in midfield. In midfield, I'm going to have Stephen Ball, because he's got the word ball in his name. He's a baller. <laughs> Stevie for B. Me, for me, it's um, it's Gordon Brown, mate. He's going to be Gordon Brown, <laughs> right bang in the middle. Just... <laughs> Just like Scotland on the international FIFA rankings. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, quite not quite at the top, not quite at the back. I'm joking, I'm joking. Oh, Love you, Gordon, mate. Love uh, you, mate. In the middle as well, next to uh, Baller, Stephen Ball, <laughs> I'm going um, to have our own Paul Scholes. I'm going to have Eamon Jacobs. Oh, that's a shout, man. That is a shout. You know um, he's good on the ball. Yeah, for me, I'm just going to put Eve there because I know he's not into football, but <laughs> I think I'm going to have a go to the goalie now. I need somebody with um, a safe pair of hands. I need somebody who's uh, good at organising from the back. So I'm going to go for uh, Alex Jessup. Alex Jessup. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna go for um, Commander Lara, everyone's Ooh. favorite Brazilian. Yeah, yes, um, knows how to play football, doesn't they? So a Brazilian. Know. How many is that? Is that five each? Um, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. Sean. Yeah. Okay, Sean Bonner, Baller, Jacobs, and 
the last person I said. Oh my god, Jessup, that's five. Yeah. So we got two more each. Um, so I need somebody else at the back. Um, at the back, I'm going to. Uh, oh wow! At the back, I'm going to go for Tino, uh, George Constantino. He's, he's got the, you know that you know that boy can play. He just he just looked good. Yes, that that is actually a, a huge a huge shout. I'm going to put newbie Jack Copesteak. Oh, he's going to love it. I think and is then, it Copesteak or Copsteak? I don't know. I think it's Copesteak. Nuthead Jack, mate. I know that's his Discord user. Uh, and then my final play, who's going to join my brother up top? Man, there's so many. Uh, there are so many, so many people I could choose here. Apologies if I don't pick you for this. Uh, you'll be on a subs bench. Um, for number seven, then up top next to my brother, I am going to go for. Oh my god, why is it so hard? Uh, I'm going to go Tilly B. I'm going to go Backland because um, she is the Zlatan Ibrahimovic of this team. That's a shout. Swedish. Yeah, of course. That is a <laughs> massive <laughs> shout. I'm going to go for... Um, everyone's going to get distracted by the good looks and the Lego collection. It's Sammy Cudmore. Oh, mate. <laughs> mate, yes. The, fl- the face of Florida, the Floridian face. Um, yeah. Mate, what, what, I think my team would, would stand up quite nicely to yours. To be fair, actually, saying I'm, I know this is cheating, but um, I am going to have uh, Glover as, my, as the coach. He's going to be the manager. I'm Jim. <laughs> Glover's going to be the manager. He, he loves it just because it's Glover. Yeah. Well, he should be in goal, really, right? With those gloves. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, I, I think we both missed a trip to number one. I'll have tubular Tommy, mate, as the manager because he's just going to be so tubular that people aren't going to know what's going on. Yeah, he's, he can, yeah I'm not going to say any more to that. So, yeah, that yeah. is it. That's our seven plus coach form our patrons like I say we didn't mention you it's rolling subs you'll be on at some point during the game don't worry about that um, Scotty boy thank you so much for that um, and everybody for sending in those Patreon questions don't forget we'd love to hear your answers to the questions specifically those first two should there be a mandate for Star Wars and who, who's your joint companion alien co-pilot and ship in Star Wars so that's going to do it then for this week's edition of the band Tina Bartender Sorry about the mess, but we're going to be back again, same time again next week, here in the Bantina. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game! That's right, it is the end of the show, and to celebrate the end of the show, we play a cheeky game. This week, it is my turn to host. Matty Boy is playing. Matty Boy, are you ready for the game? I'm ready. Okay, mate, uh, play the music. This is a filthy one. We are going through all, or at least some, I'll say a lot, of the supposed leaked names of Star Wars Episode Ten that are out there yeah, on the boy. internet. <laughs> yeah, these apparently are legitimate leaks that are either on Reddit, YouTube. Oh. I, I think half of them are from one specific YouTuber who rhymes with bike mirror. Yeah, it yeah. rhymes with that, and and bike he's, mirror. he's yeah. So yeah. listen, let's 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 get involved, Matty boy. None of them are real. 
<laughs> let, let, drop, drop, drop me, drop me a guess. Yeah, drop me a guess on a Star Wars Episode Ten name, and I will let you know if it's included in this list. The chances are they they will. And you go for cheesy. You go for cheesy, and that's a good chance. And while we while we're on this journey of Episode Ten names. Let's include some that we think are just a bit stupid or maybe a bit good. Go on, Matty boy, start us off. The New Order. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, I was so hoping you'd say that. Is it I on there? So, I was so ho- Yes, it is basically Matty boy. It's. <laughs> it's oh no, my man. My man, it's basically number one on the list, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's my name of my episode 10. How smart am I? Uh, I did say it's a bit waff and a bit generic. Do you remember that was like <laughs> one of the names people thought episode nine would be, though? Was a new yes. order. Um, the Ancient well, Fear of, of was one for episode seven, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so episode 10. Uh, Balance Ancient of the Force. Fear is kind of cool, though. The Ancient Fear, I, you know, I don't think that's that awful. I think that no, but could I don't be... mind that. I was, I was quite happy for that. I've, I've seemed to remember um, anyone listening to our old shows. Let us know, but I didn't mind the Ancient Fear. I quite, I thought it had a, it had a menace to it. Yeah, defo, defo. Right. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, give you one. Um, you may have heard this before. The spark of hope. <laughs> that's so naff isn't it it's so about naff. is balance of the force one of them of course it is of course it is well done mate again that was well, another one episode nine wasn't it people Spark thought, of yeah. hope. um there, there, there is another one there is another one yeah twin and sons no uh, do you know what that's not on the list of ones i've found it probably is that that's probably one of them to be honest but um, okay, Star Wars Episode Nine. How about uh, Episode Ten? Sorry, how about this, mate boy? Star Wars Episode Ten: The Rebirth of the Light. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Who comes up with this rubbish? Um, yeah. uh, I had to censor myself then. Um, the bow. Um, what about the, the the hidden menace? I mean, it's just. It's just B Tech Phantom Menace, isn't it? It's just Rebirth do you, do you know of what? the Light. Oh, again, it's a very good guess. I, I, I haven't seen that one, but it does sound familiar. It probably is out um, there. The Hidden Menace. The what Dark Arises. The Dark Arises. Or the Darkness oh, Rises. I think I've seen that. I'm going to give you that one, mate, because that is <laughs> that's textbook, isn't it? That is textbook yeah. cack. That is right. Caco Bill. <laughs> Uh, it, oh, there we go. He knows Cacked all about that today, didn't you, mate? You know all about did, that yes, today. I do. What about this one? Star Wars Episode Ten: The Unknown Regions. <laughs> that's just poo, isn't it? <laughs> it's what it that's says like, on the plate. That's like my one for Episode on Nine plate? on the cam. On when the, I was on the, like, the, what it says, what what's, the, what's the expression? What it says on the tin. That's yeah. what it says in the tin. Yeah, so yeah. Ron Seal does what it says in the tin. Yeah, um, what it says on the can. What an idiot. On, on the can. On I remember saying for episode can. nine, I reckon they were going to call it like um, at, uh, like from Galaxy's Edge or at Galaxy's Edge or something like that to tie in with Batu and that. Is Galaxy's oh, yeah. Edge in there at all? Uh, no. 
I've, no, I've okay. not got that on my, again I've not got that on my list I've, I've just done some investigation on the interwebs and this is what I've found what um, about Star Wars episode 10 a galaxy united no, no. it's just it's, just, it's like a football uh, documentary isn't it I mean galaxy united galaxy united Star Wars um, episode 10 rule of two no get rid of it no I hate it <laughs> I just don't yep. like it what about um, the, the um Oh, it's got to be something about light fading or something like that. The um, fading of the light or something like that. Fading of the light. It's got might, to be. might just well, might just well be that. Destiny's got to be in there that. somewhere. Yeah. Destiny has yeah. to be in there. Yeah, Destiny of the Force is one. Uh, Destiny hope? of the Force. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you did the hope one. The spark of. Oh no, I said the spark of yeah, hope. The one, spark yeah. of hope. What um, about this Star Wars episode ten, the chosen one? No. Been done. I mean, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I know. It's just picking words out. Uh, Star Wars number ten credits don't work here, or credits are no good here. You might as well yeah. throw that in. Um, I, the, my only problem with some of these titles is, I will say this now, not a hater, love it, but some of my problems with the High Republic titles is they are the something of something, and I don't like it when things are like, like even like the Dial of Destiny of Indy Jones. I'll, I'll hold fire on that because it might w- work, but Path of Deceit or even things like a crash of fates i don't like something being something of something i feel sometimes it could be a bit too melodramatic but and a lot of the titles that people come up with are a bit melodramatic like 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 that um um well, i love one of the ones you made a spark of hope um a path of darkness and all that kind of stuff I don't yeah and then i don't need that yeah it's a little bit it's it's all just a little bit blah isn't it you know it's not it's not that imaginative it's star warsy but not quite star warsy enough it's not engaging i mean you could say that you could say the last jedi isn't exactly it's not exactly the most exciting name it's not the most innovative name so but But in context of the story it's something about it and even after even before that when the trailer came the last jedi it had a weight to it it oozes class a little bit, mm. right? It like yeah. oozes that sort of tastiness. What about <laughs> this? Was one from uh, again? I think this was a theory for episode seven, but I think this was either leaked um, before they came to the conclusion of what the actual title was going to be. So I think this was like twenty fourteen or something Man, like that. Good 20- times. Ashes of the Empire. Oh yeah, Star Wars I remember. Episode. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense, you know. And Ashes it's of even, the Empire, and that has a lot of that theory has a lot of legitimacy. A lot of people said no, that was actually what they were going to call it, but they changed the line and went in a different film, direction. It? It's actually, it's yeah, and it's in the, it's in the, um, it's in the crawl. It's in the opening crawl, isn't it? Yeah, from the yeah, they rose from the ashes of the Empire. I mean, even like so. I mean, even I like. I mean, you can't use aftermath. I like the word aftermath, you know, the trilogy with books now, but something like Star Wars aftermath, and that would have been quite cool if they'd used it in a filmic sense. But, um, yeah, yeah, Ashes of the Empire, I, I, I like it, but it could be too literal, um, or it could be too, like, <laughs> this is what it is. Whereas something like The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, that has an element of mystery to it. The Rise of Skywalker, I still think, is a, it rolls off the tongue and it's kind of, it's embedded now, but. Yep. there's something about it which doesn't it's, it's an unnatu- unnatural unnatural flow of words and use of words and naming conventions but it's it's an odd one the rise of skywalker but i guess when you watch the film you know it makes sense by the very end but yeah it's a funny yeah. one though i still think i still i like it because it, it's called rise of skywalker but it's a funny title when you think about it 
Well, this is a whole topic on it, like to itself, mate. You know, looking at game. Star Wars titles, what's her favourite Star Wars title, which is the worst Star Wars title. Yeah. I mean, it writes itself, Matty boy. That is this week's game. You pass with flying colours, mate. Yes, it was yes, good fun. Yes. It was really good fun, wasn't it? It was really. This is where the fun begins or this ends. Is where the fun begins. The fun. Does, well, the fun. No, it doesn't end. You know. No, no, but no. I love that, mate. I love going back in time to hear old school theories of like the title when we didn't even know anything other than maybe who was cast and listen guys let us know what your ideas for episode 10 would be but also what would your titles be nothing is off limits here even the ones which we said maybe a bit melodramatic we'd love to hear what you'd go for for a title don't even have to give us context it's good to be words we'd love to hear your episode 10 titles mine was called the new order luke's was the contiguous age he's got a mouth for the haribo <laughs> I'm out with him. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> Sorry. I was just reading. You turned to me. Come, yeah. yeah. yeah you're a loser you on the show. I said your, your, your episode 10 was called <laughs> The Contagious Age, wasn't it? Yes, that's right. I remember. Steve, yeah. got, uh, the, so my one Man. was basically the most generic blah one yeah. ever. And Luke's come up with a really kind of weighty, kind of flowy, dreamy title. You know, I could no, always I read right mine, but... Um, I thought mine was like, I don't know. It was either going to be that or about the scroll or, or like about sun, something with sun in it. The scroll of He's destiny. like the lost sun, isn't he? You know, this this Padawan, Isaiah. Let us yes. know what you think. Let us know Please what you do. think about our, our plots, yeah? Let us know. Yes. Who Let knows? us know what you thought about our plots. But Lukey Boy is trying to say that this is where it ends. But you guys know that the fun... <laughs> doesn't end here that's his app for this episode 186 of star wars sessions the fun ain't ending anytime soon apart from now until next week but the fun doesn't end here no 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 one's ever really gone where can the world find us master blowwalker they can find us on twitter instagram facebook tiktok just anywhere on social media to search star wars sessions uh, drop us a voice note or a message to our email hello there at starwarsessions.co dot uk and don't forget about the patreon patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions yes sir if you want to support our show for free you can do by listening and leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice which still includes spotify so thank you everyone who's been jumping on to that five stars really helps the show grow it introduces new listeners and it's another way to hear from more of you each and every week and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your nearest screenwriter, tell your Ewok, tell your cousin. The more the merrier. The castle spicier. Man, tell your nearest new order that this is the podcast oh. you're looking for. So until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke. May the force be with you all words. Luke. Luke. Ah, the hark of spope <laughs> um, that's mixed up in my head we'll allow it forget it episode in yeah <laughs> they are essex based podcast heroes I've had a glimpse into the past. The ancient fear is returning.
What?